0: Hello, this is Pat. I am here alone in the back lounge of the bus. Audio quality might not be the best, but um, that's okay. So I will keep the intro short. We have Nick from the Rex on the podcast today. It is a Fry Your Brain Tour Edition. Um, so hopefully y'all will dig it. And thanks for coming and hanging with us at the shows. We will see you soon. Take care.
1: That was a great job. Um, that, that was, and that was, was Great, and we're live. <laughs> the Flapjack Boys strike again.
2: Brought to you from the coldest day of ever from in, any in day Sassafras that's ever Land. lived. It's 17 degrees outside.
1: No <laughs> one lives yeah. here. Actually, they've all died of frostbite and other cold-related illnesses.
2: Yeah, I'm feeling it. Do you, are you still feel sick?
1: Uh, yeah. I've been I've been sick since I was born, pretty much. Oh, nice. Super sick It's super fun To be I mean sick I'm rad
2: right. and sick dude <laughs>
0: it's not called Super so rad sick. Super sick <laughs> Super sick Since since I was born God So is is this the first time You guys have had to Play acoustic On a on a tour Because of these Types of
1: Oh yeah We usually just give up problems? We just say You, you,
0: just, you just We quit. say
1: screw it We are d- We're not We're done We're not a band anymore We're going home We're going home No, no we have uh, Yeah no we've never We've never had like the Uh Uh travel options to like hop on with yeah. other people and just go and and have an acoustic set even ready. So yeah, no this is the first time that we've ever had to squeeze in a few acoustic sets and, and that it'll be, you know, we we'll, we have enough people to leave behind to wait for to get our stuff to get fixed and meet us meet us at the next show that they can yeah. do
2: you miss the dudes because you're all split up not at all no, no. dude, <laughs> no, dude I do. Yeah. on warp tour on um, last warp tour our bus broke down oh, and man. we got all split up on the different people's buses wow. and we'd meet up at the tent in the uh, like at the morning and just be like dude what, i fucking miss you man. Yeah. What, <laughs> what have you been doing yeah oh i'm just over here up dude Nice, man. I miss you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no,
1: I've called him like three or four times today. Like, <laughs> dude, I saw that in the Instagram story. You guys are going to a,
0: a roller coaster? What would you find a roller coaster <laughs> in Canada?
1: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like yeah, it's 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 definitely good to get your space once in a while. When you're when we've been on tour now for like, this is almost we're coming up on two months that we've been out on the road. Yeah, you went mm-hmm. right into this. Right? Yeah, she's like,
0: doing two tours in a row. Yeah, wild.
1: so so getting away from each other isn't always like the worst thing. But we yeah, we yeah. It, we call Weston Schmitz, and I call ourselves the Super Chill Boys. Super That's the new band name for the these acoustic shows because it's just us three. The Super, super chill, chill Boys. Boy. <laughs> yeah,
0: because
1: we're super chill. God,
0: what was it was it hard to like transition into going to play acoustic sets and when you've been playing full band because yeah well so
1: i we went into (laughs) it with just this like i don't give a shit attitude yeah and we're just gonna try to i I knew we had 30 minutes to just kind of give the crowd an experience and i think that i mean you know i think this our songs hold up so we could just play acoustic and not talk much and it would be fine i guess but you know I, I i thought why not like play maybe only like six or seven songs and and, and talk and interact th- between the songs and, and make yeah. it something that they remember yeah. what you know and make it clear our, what our situation was so i told the whole story about you know our van or our trailer breaking and our van breaking down in the first place and um and how we had uh because uh, basically what had happened we 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 well, a year and a half ago on our first ever tour we were coming through Canada and uh, we had just played Vancouver and we were on our way to Calgary and Edmonton just the like exact the same thing that happened and ever. we thought let's stop in Banff on the way a, all these pictures online look beautiful so we're about half a mile outside of banff when our radiator just like like our cars our van just starts overheating like crazy we pull over and realize the air radiator shot and so we had to like keep slowly inching our way to banff and we got to a uh this it's called dyna pro automotive little shout out they're out of business now but we uh, <laughs> we pull up to dyna pro automotive and we Could you know this that's where uh, that's where we um you know left our van for 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 three days we were stuck there we had just we couldn't afford hotels at the time so we just slept in the van for three nights and couldn't shower And we had to walk half a mile through the woods to go charge our phones at starbucks and try to get any food and we just walked back through, uh. through the woods and stay in our van and so we had this guy junior who was working on our van the whole time and uh he offered us shrooms within like three minutes of showing up to his shop <laughs> did so you take them?
2: Like, no <laughs> uh-huh.
1: we're like oh no good we're good man uh we just want to get our van fixed, and they ordered. Wait, like, are you on Shrooms right now? <laughs> fixing the van. He might have been because they ordered the wrong part for the van. Oh, like, so he We, sh- we yeah. should have been out the next day, but we ended up being there for three days because they ordered the wrong part and then made us pay for having it fast delivered to the place like we they, we were at their mercy and we yeah. knew that so yeah, we were just like all right sucks. whatever you guys want to do we'll just do it and so so this guy uh, uh uh you know junior wasn't the owner of the shop though it was yeah, this yeah. other guy you know junior was doing the yeah. heavy heavy lifting so you know whatever we got on our way we had to cancel our edmonton show and so we uh you know obviously this this tour we leave vancouver and we're like hey let's go back to banff you know it's <laughs> really cool man like Banff was dope and, I, and I keep telling the crowds every now i'm like guess what fucking happened again <laughs> uh trying to we got stuck at banff literally the same exact town uh, and this time we we our trailer it was our trailer and our uh, the whole uh, well, axle of it just blew all the pieces went everywhere and whatever our, our wheels like smoking and We were 30 minutes outside of town. We had to get it towed into town, but our van was fine, luckily. Um, So uh, we pull up to the shop, and at 8 a.m. the next day, guess who we find out is working on our trailer? Junior Junior <laughs> So there's Junior working. He's working on our trailer Right now in Banff and Crazy And so I've been You know I've been telling The crowds this every night And like explaining the story And it kind of starts The set off with this Really light hearted Like kind of like This isn't our normal thing yeah, yeah, This is yeah, not yeah. our band But like we're gonna try To have a good time With you guys And I was I gave like the shake I sh- I'm so bad at playing Anything percussive And singing uh-huh. And I kept fucking it up And just throwing it On the ground <laughs> And so eventually I just uh, delegated Percussive instruments To crowd members <laughs> <laughs> Like you take the tambourine You take the shaker You're and yeah. you do all the claps. Yeah. And uh it's just been fun to interact with people who get it and mm-hmm. you're That's never cool. going
2: to go back to Bam.
1: So, yeah, yeah, we're we're uh, we're we're done with Banff. That's yeah.
0: it. <laughs> Sorry, Bam. No more Rex. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Bam curse. So, I I I, I, I kind of wanted to go back a little bit cuz when I hear your your band it's 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 kind of challenging to pin- pinpoint maybe what the influence it is, you know. Uh yeah. so when you when you were growing up and getting into bands for the first time. What, what were you into? What? what um. Well, when I uh, when I first
1: started like playing music, I was just doing like open mic nights and, and covering like, like, whatever like pop punk band I thought was dope at the time. which which would have been the main who who and uh, oh yeah oh I i was gonna wait to show you guys the screenshot but uh i guess the podcast is a is is the best audio way to show anyone (laughs) the screenshot (laughs) um but uh but how about this guy right here because this guy would be pretty stoked um let this hold on let's find it i'll have to go to let me find it So oh yeah right here in 2010, oh. this guy would have been pretty stoked on we this tour. We can describe
0: this. Oh, uh, shit. So this is you doing a cover of everything you asked for on in 2010 <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, on my YouTube. God. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That is, that is
2: real as fuck. <laughs> is that in, you were living in New
0: York? That's though? my
1: little small town. Yeah, yeah. This is like one of the first, honestly, one of the first songs that I learned to play on my own. On acoustic guitar. That's fucking wow. Yeah.
0: That's, that's like, I, wanted wow.
1: Like, well, I wanted that to be like a big thing but, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, that's awesome so like you know yeah. it was it was so I personally was really into uh, I was just into like the warped Tour scene and, and, and pop-punk bands I yeah. love Mayday yeah. Parade and and the, you know I you guys and I uh, I was really just into uh, I was into say anything and oh, just, cool, yeah. I, I really like bands that were lyrical and and, and bands that I could uh, dive into in songs that felt like that there was some heart to them mm-hmm. and uh, and then as I got older uh um, um, and, and especially when it came around to, to this band, it was, you know, it was kind of a transformation for me as a musician and as a songwriter. I wanted to get out of this, like, um, I wanted to, like, expand where the songs could go or, like, what the... Because I was kind of... I found myself writing the same songs over and over again. Yeah. I was like, how am I going to break out of it? maybe, you know, I, I started listening to, like, the Strokes and the Vaccines yeah, and Pixies. Yeah, I, mean, I and, definitely
2: hear that. And, and, and yeah, there was,
1: sure. I just went and I, I went back, you know, the Jesus and Mary chain and... and uh And just all these bands that were just like kind of noise bands who like did weird Vampire Weekend, like bands who just do weird shit with their writing or their production. I was really inspired as a songwriter who was I was writing for like pop bands and and country bands and R and B stuff. And I was like, why why am I then writing songs that are like this when maybe I could be writing stuff that is all over the place um, as far as the inspiration goes? So, the Rex was just kind of this like. Um, I guess liberating thing for me um, and especially the new music that we're writing now it just goes further and further deeper into Creative and modern production and songwriting and it was just like and having the the band The guys that are in the band now didn't grow up with the same roots that I did mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they didn't listen to any of the warped war bands or any that any of that scene They don't even know about it really. Yeah, so having their influences is, is being more rock and roll and more like, you know classic rock or, or you know, just just in-your-face music, mm-hmm. rock music, and then I'm, like, more, you know, either be pop-punk or, like, just pop in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's created this blend that's really cool. And, and um, all you guys are
2: pretty young, right? Yeah, we're all um,
1: early 20s. I'm 22. Uh, Billy's 20, Schmiz is 21, Weston's 22, and Aaron's 26. But, yeah, we're yeah. all... Uh, Aaron's the grandpa, we call him. He yeah. <laughs> hates it. 26. <laughs> yeah.
0: 26, um, the grandpa. Yeah, because... W- I guess you, you might have answered my, my question already by you know kind of talking about the bands you're into so this might might have been a little bit before you but um was drive Through records ever a, th- a yeah th- were, were, were you in all i mean you you must have been really young then you know yeah. when the starting line was putting out records or them the I, mean, I, I, the I saw line. it all later shit, you yeah know so that? i
1: saw it later i was yeah. i was th- more influenced by the bands <laughs> who were influenced by drive Through records bands yeah. but
0: yeah
1: but certainly um uh I certainly educated myself uh, yeah. with with drive thru bands Because yeah, and, and
0: for, for 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 us, you know, that was there was not nothing more of a dream in the world than to like be on Drive Thru Records. Yeah. Right? You know, yeah. it's like absolutely I mean,
2: every I watched their documentary Every, the, the first every single one, day Every yeah. day For like two years this in is a row how you're in a band That's this so cool is, yeah. This is how you do it And you just like Fuck around And then you play shows and, Right exactly And like it,
0: just, I mean it was literally Every single band on the label Was my favorite band Right You know Well because um, people Became
1: fans of the label too, oh, like, yeah, yeah You know
0: even Surpassing the bands, um, It was like Who are yeah. they gonna sign next yeah. I, mean, I
2: would check their website Every day Even then yeah. they would Update it like once every three months
0: <laughs> but I would still check it every day to be yeah. like
2: waiting for that one time when something new happened that's so cool yeah. it's
0: just
2: like it's so funny yeah.
0: cause you, you're you're managed by the former owners of yeah the J- owners Dr- of Drug Drugers, Drugers. The owners, yeah. I guess it's you know it's it's a Richard and Stephanie n- n- d- defunct record label at, at, at this point yeah. I, I guess or, yeah absolutely but um, yeah so I, I I just thought it was interesting of like if, if you were Growing up at that, it's like, well, this is kind of like the next best thing you can have. To like, <laughs> yeah, like, right. like I can't be on drive through records anymore, but I can like work with the yeah. the people that's that signed every single one of those bands and um, you know that that did you did you know about the 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 record label and everything when when you when you when you met them? Yeah, because you...
1: so the reason it happened was because um, was because Aaron. I had met our bassist Aaron on Facebook years and years ago like like seven or eight years ago Mm. And it's funny this goes back to I'll I'll try to make this part of the story short so I can get back to the director (laughs) (laughs) It was the reason I met him was because his band This goes back to like the old school pop punk fans But his band when I was like 15 or 14 had opened up for forever the sickest kids Okay, and I was like wait a minute my my music page has the same amount of likes on Facebook as his well, music why page. Can't I open <laughs> why that? why you know why am I, why am I still playing at the goddamn library? Why am I playing for the bartender at the local VFW? You know, like so I'm I I was always asking questions when I was 14, 15, 16 years old like how do I grow? How do I find the next how do I develop and get bigger and what do I do next and so I see he's playing these shows I'm like wait I don't play any shows like that like I've never played for more than 20 people Yeah. what am I doing wrong and uh, so I added all of his band members on Facebook (laughs) (laughs) and Aaron was the only one who responded what uh, the fuck
2: am I doing wrong yeah exactly
1: (laughs) turns out that he uh, it was his at his college and he books the shows at his college so he he
2: put (laughs) his own band (laughs) on the bill that's (laughs) what we kind of did too
1: yeah so so that's how I you know and then so Aaron and I became friends and then years later he ends up uh, uh, interning for Richard Rains at Drive-Thru records and he was just they were just starting their management company that they have now and uh he was just he was just an intern and when I wanted to move to California to pursue music he was like hey we should meet for the first time you know because we had never met we just were friends online for years and mm-hmm. said we should meet and you should come meet this guy Richard Rains he runs drive Through records and I was like that sounds really familiar you know for me <laughs> it was like, it was like and I look at him like what and so uh, we just met for a quick lunch and I sent him like some like crappy demos and he was like you're a decent writer and then we i started working for the bands that he was developing um at first and i was just working with them as a writer he oh, was kind of cool. working with their bands and things but yeah it was it was all through aaron luckily he got that internship and luckily i found, saw that facebook post one day wow it's it's crazy how things happen but
2: yeah <laughs> so you you going out to la like how quickly did everything start ha- you said you were just writing right away just yeah, for other people? No, so I, was
1: going to, I went to school in San Diego for two semesters because I needed a device to kind of convince my parents to let me move to the West no, Coast. go to school. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go to school. I'm going to play on the baseball team. I'm not going to, you know, it'll be fine. I'll just be normal structure, normal yeah, yeah, college kid. Yeah. Uh, but really in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm out here to pursue music. And I don't know why. I went to San Diego because my old guitarist brother was like stationed in the Navy there. And it was like, all right, this makes sense. It's somewhere to go. It's the West Coast, okay? Yeah, you know someone. And then, yeah, I know someone there. and So i was just kind of i would take like train trips up and write for his bands in la once in a while and then uh you know i, I was trying like i joined like i started like a pop punk band there and I, we were playing like punk shows and like garages and stuff in the san diego and socal areas yeah, yeah. um just a lot of diy stuff and then i was like i was living i ended up like going back home after i dropped out of school for that summer after the second semester like going that the summer like Started dating the girl that I was like uh, best friends with all through high school and so we moved together across the country back to San Diego and we got we were living in a house with some of my bandmates and that and then I was working a job I was selling direct TV at Costco and, and I was in it for a few months and I was just like I had this panic attack I was just like what am I doing this I'm stuck. Yeah. Like I felt very stuck I was like this is mm-hmm. And we were having all these issues We were pretty toxic for each other In that relationship And the band had toxic relationships in it And so It was just like I was, I was like not in the right place To succeed And I, I was I was freaking out and So After an insane fight one night uh, She flew home Like that day uh, and I moved up to LA. I quit my job and moved like immediately to LA, like within that week. As soon wow. as I could like pack all my things, I left
0: and then Did it, started the recs like, like that week. Wow, like wow. So then, um, how soon? H- how soon after um, the band getting started did you put out that that EP, the f- first one?
1: So we recorded it within a week of the members all being in a room together for the wow. first time, because they all agreed to move across the country immediately. They're like, "All right, we're down." Yes, yeah, sure. They just drove across, and they were like your homies from home. No, they were like, <clears throat> um, I had met obviously aaron online and yeah, then they yeah. were some of the kids that i was like meeting when i was working as a writer for um richard and stephanie writing oh, okay. for their developing bands and <clears throat> they were in one of the bands that would uh come and they were kind of working on stuff and they weren't they were so talented when i met them at like 16 years old yeah um that when i was doing this band i was like hey are you guys available do you guys want to be in my band and they're like yeah wow just dope so they drove across like immediately and um well so it was just it was a but Billy was like, "Hey, can our friend Nick come? Like, our, our friend Nick Schmidt." And I was like, "Nah, <laughs> like we're good. We got a guitarist." And he, and then Richard was like, "No, have him send over some like original riffs and see if he's good." And then he did, and he was amazing. So obviously he's our main guitarist now. He's yeah. our lead guitarist, mm-hmm. and he writes most of the riffs and everything. Uh, and we asked the other guy to, you know, not be
2: in the band anymore. Uh, the, hey man, this guy's a little better. Yeah, this guy's
1: pretty good. <laughs> uh, but he was like, he was fine with it. He was, yeah, it was all good. <laughs> but um that just goes with auditioning people, you know? Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. That's, but no, so that's what a
0: crazy interesting Cause yeah. yeah, like for, for us, it was all, I mean, w- w- we were kind of st- starting like, you know, the internet was around, but not in the way that it was now or like when, when, when you guys were starting. So it was really like, when we were m- like meeting people to be in a band. It was just like, your yeah. friends from high school or like of mm-hmm. uh, uh, my, my brothers from friends or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so that's, yeah, I would
1: have loved that. My town is so small that like finding musicians who are Which down for it imp-
0: is, so, do, is yeah. so impossible to do so
1: impossible to do. So it wasn't it wasn't until my senior year of high school that I found a band. Yeah. I, I tried every year since I was fourteen. I it was my dream to be in a band. The first time I, I still remember the feeling when I was seventeen years old of strumming electric guitar with the drums behind me and the bass and I was like, Whoa. Oh yeah, this is, wow, cool. this is, yeah. This is not an acoustic guitar at the coffee shop. Like this is yeah, no. Yeah. So yeah. I like I can still how remember exactly it. where I was and exactly how that felt. Um, granted, it was five years ago, but I, I remember it no, vividly. Yeah. No,
2: no, I mean, it's it's crazy. And, uh,
1: so, it, but it took that long, and, and you know, our our basis was like 15. Our, our guitarist was 21. Like the ages were all over. But it was anyone who yeah. was willing to be in
0: a band. Because be, I, I I think people probably have like a romantic idea in their head of what it takes to get a band together, like or yeah. like or how how it's gonna go. Thing. It's like now the internet has made the world. Tiny, so you sure. can meet anybody wh- 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 wherever and if you guys all like you know <laughs> and obviously you guys all your your, your goals and dreams al- aligned you yeah, know right. and you just decided to like put it together and like didn't didn't care about the fact that like hey I'm gonna like move in and live with these guys that I don't even know like yeah well you know, the you thing just-
1: is like a lot of people get get you know, especially kids in small towns, and most people live in small towns. Like, that's half of America, you know, is yeah. small town America. And I, I, coming from, yeah, I mean, I, my graduating class was just a little over 80 people. And oh, that wow. was really big Shit. for the area, actually. So that I, I come from the poor, the second poorest county in New York State. It's called Elgady County. And my town's called Wellsville. And all the surrounding towns graduate between 20 and 40 people in a class and so my town was kind of like the big one in the area uh there's actually a main street and a movie theater like a dinky movie theater but a movie theater and uh like a few restaurants and and a couple gas stations and a school and a football team you know like and and so we uh we were kind of like the bustling town in the area and um so that felt fine and normal to me but i I think that a lot of people in small towns feel stuck and and a lot of people in general in life feel pretty stuck but i think that what I learned is that like if you just always keep looking for options mm-hmm. and you kind of live by like a by any means necessary attitude like if you've got something that you want to achieve and I mean obviously you guys have done it and you guys know that like you just have to do it yourself Totally. you just have to create it and like that that I, I feel like because I, I I can empathize with this because I went through this for years it was like there's this feeling of waiting that mm-hmm. everyone has totally. like waiting for that thing to happen like mm-hmm. you're kind of like I don't know if you're expecting but like you're waiting for for that opportunity or like it's gonna come around but it doesn't yeah. and that phone call that promotion or that like life-changing thing you just have to do it and you have to do it today and mm-hmm. You know, like you had to do it yesterday. Like did, it's not just gonna happen. You have to like literally pick up the phone and make that change. Like yeah, type yeah. that email. Like make that change for yourself.
0: Did did it, did it feel like um, you didn't know like how to start? It, I never felt that. Yeah, I just no, did.
1: And, no. You know, I I just like when, as soon as I knew how to, uh, I had GarageBand on this on my dad's work computer didn't have it on I didn't have a laptop so I would just go to my dad's office and I would you know start making music on his thing I remember the first thing I ever did was in I was like 13 it was an instrumental version of Don't Stop Believing My Journey and I learned that you could pitch the vocals up and you could pitch them down so I did like a chipmunk duet with a, a demon
2: so wow. it, was, it was wow. a chipmunk I, my first recording was a Ramones cover and we put chipmunk vocals as the thing <laughs> and why is that the first move
0: why is that <laughs> Because <laughs> you're like, I have the power to change away the sound. That was my fucking oh, cool. thing. It that's was like, so let's go chipmunk style. style. And it's everything
1: sounds better in higher voices. <laughs> it's just
2: like that's so funny. It was yeah, funny. That's hilarious. And I was 13. It's just like yeah. I guess 13 year olds want to do chipmunk yeah.
1: voices. It was just like, so I, I, you know, it was there was never a feeling like, what do I do next or how do I get out there? It was just like. All right so what do I want to do I want to make make music so I was just like he's got a thing he's got a little program on his computer I can make I use audacity at first and if you oh, get on audacity yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, just like that's what we used yeah the, like most simple you can't even really edit on it you just kind of no. make and barely like can p- put effects on it And you have yeah. to like, commit them all like yeah. so it was just it, You know it was it was GarageBand and then after that, you know, I was I wanted to like buy a Macbook I wanted like, mm-hmm. to have for, I was doing videos at the time too So I wanted iMovie and I wanted GarageBand for myself Yeah, but I was like I can't afford a Macbook So what I did is my dad had this little Fender Passport Which is like the tiny little PA system like the smallest little portable mm-hmm. PA mm-hmm. And I started DJing middle school dances and I borrowed my dad's iMac from his office. I'd go to his office downtown, and I'd take it, and I'd, like, put Does it in know? his car. Yeah, he uh, was so yeah, supportive. Yeah, yeah. He would help me set it up. Like, he was, like, back then, he would probably teach me how to use half the stuff. Now he <laughs> yeah, has yeah, no yeah. idea what, yeah, yeah. How to, you know? So yeah. I would, like, set up, and I'd DJ these middle school dances, and then... Uh, they would pay me like 200 bucks. I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would DJ for this uh, <laughs> grad party and or like this no thing. Sometimes like you get 75 bucks. Get, get yourself. A I did one. When I was 15, yeah. I bought myself a MacBook. It was like $1,200. And I'd yeah. save it up all this money. I was like, and then. I still have the MacBook today, and I produce all the Rex records. Like, I, I edit them on that laptop, like the same That's one. That's so funny. Yeah. it's Like, you know, I can like, I had GarageBand, and then my friend torrented me Pro Tools, and he was like, he's like, stop using GarageBand, use Pro Tools. I'm yeah. Like, all right, but it's really hard. He goes, I don't care, use You'll, it, and I'm so you glad he forced it me to yeah, do yeah. It. You Gotta figure it out. So yeah. then started using Pro Tools and getting better at production, and it was just always just like next step to the next step to the next step. What do I have to do to, like, get it to the quality that I want it to be, or like, what do I have to do to like you know play the shows that I want to do I have to book them myself do I have to like that PA system I traded in for a big PA system you know I yeah. bought a big one and I started DJing high school proms and homecomings yeah. and, dance and then all of a sudden from that I could we could buy stuff in amps for my band and yeah. then my band played our homecoming you know like mm-hmm. it was just like you kind of just keep progressing because you just keep doubling down and investing in yourself I didn't buy anything I had the same shoes and you know I played baseball my whole life I had the same glove until I graduated high school you know like yeah. uh, my whole life like you yeah. don't invest so, in the material things you just invest in the things that like progress <laughs> You, you, know,
0: from, you know, so it sounds like from age 15 till 20, 19, you, you didn't really have any success from what what you were doing. Right. No, I it, mean, it,
1: it didn't feel like that though. Yeah. It didn't feel like but, I was failing, but it uh, didn't. Yeah. But, but
0: but, right. but, but really there wasn't no, any, yeah. any, you know, n- nothing was happening. And I think there's a a, a bunch of people that are, that are in that position, you know, where they, yeah. where they feel like, I mean, I've been busting my ass for five years, mm-hmm. pl- playing in this band or being or be, becoming a photographer or any of these things. Right. And, um, what 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 kept you continuing to do it and, 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 and pursue it? What? I think it it must have
1: been like a natural thing because my mindset was always like, I haven't, f- I'm not failing, I just haven't succeeded yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just what it always has felt like, and it feels like that today. Like even when you know when we're, put, we're working on new music, it's like we just you keep looking forward and like how much bigger can it get, how much better can it get? And especially throughout those years, I think I was seeing a lot of personal growth, and I, I, I've never felt like I've plateaued mm-hmm. with my abilities to record or anything of like that. It's only gotten better yeah. because um, it started out really, really bad,
0: yeah. like really, so really bad. You, you know, so, so you 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 put the weight in how good you thought the songs were yeah. and how good your band was getting. I didn't care about the aesthetic n- 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 or like the, n- n- just n- n- not in the success that you were having yet. Right. You, you, you were, you were concerned about what, what, what you were making, you know?
1: Yeah. Cause I, th- I think it was just like, you know, not that I'm, you know, I mean, I, I, I do believe in the art, but I'm not just like, I'm doing this for me, not for yeah, anyone. Yeah. I was like, I was definitely like, I wanted that, you know, like of yeah. course when I, w- when I was covering the main, I would want to be on tour with the main, you know, like yeah, of yeah, course yeah. you <laughs> want those things. But, um, I think that i knew that you know i was seeing personal growth and i could send i was getting excited about how much better the songs were getting or how Mm -hmm. much better the production was getting or how much but i was getting a graphic designer photoshop to make my own flyers and stuff i was like oh this looks a lot you know this looks really cool like Mm -hmm. so that's what it's always been is like and the better that i got at doing the things um myself the more success i started to see and then because i mean
2: mean, earlier i mean we were just talking about music at at dinner for a little bit mm -hmm. and what you're working on right now and it's like it that still seems like that's still what's going on in your mind it's like oh i'm making like better stuff yeah and i'm making better cooler shit instead of like uh you know some people i've talked to is like oh yeah we're making like a big song i didn't hear you one time i mean i'm sure that's you're hoping that's the yeah, thing right. but it was like no we're writing really cool interesting shit right. and i'm like oh that's like a really cool yeah. take on it where yeah it's, it's not like oh this is a smash hit yeah, yeah. i didn't hear you like, say that one time which <laughs> is really cool right. you know yeah. and like you guys have a big song right. you know you have a song it's doing well
1: yeah so it's like,
0: but it's uh, like uh, oh it
1: sounds the, i didn't know i could make it sound this cool yeah yeah know?
0: yeah. you know and, and the, the the i think the, the more you can learn to put you know what what you consider to be success in what what you make and not in how people re- how it's 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 received by people you know the the happier you're going to be with your life cuz yeah. you, oh, you 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 can't control what how many people listen to it you can't of control any of that you can control if you if you hear it back and you're like this is fucking awesome yeah, and- i i, I, I I, I did a great job, and like that is yeah. gonna bring a lot more happiness in your in your life than having and the biggest song, gonna be the biggest song in the world, yeah. and, and and you hating it. That's right. that, that's, that's that's not gonna. Dangerous that's thing. not gonna end well. Well, and you, and you won't
2: ever have the like. <coughs> like people can sniff out bullshit, and mm-hmm. people, you know, like if right. you're confident in it and you're doing the, you know, what you feel is the right move, then it's always gonna feel true. You know? Yeah, and I
1: think that you have to like it, and and that I mean with with you know talent with writing songs or whatever goes, a lot of it comes down to taste too. Like, and oh, so yeah. I trust our I trust Richard and Stephanie uh, a great deal with the A and R. Part of our band, mm-hmm. you know with you know, is this song going the right, you know, like what do you think about this? And then like if they're like yeah, this is really cool. Keep working into this then I really trust that because they're not afraid to give a harsh opinion mm-hmm. You know, they're not they're They're brutally honest about whether they like it or not mm-hmm. and a lot of people can't take that and I totally understand It's it's tough when you work on something for so long and you consider it like your little baby And then someone just hates on it or like yeah. says like, this is awful. Yeah, it's really tough to take but I've um grown this thick skin with working with with richards especially he's you know because i was living with him for like a year where he would just like hear me working on stuff and give me notes constantly like that's super lame like i wouldn't i don't know about that and he but he's just like super brutally honest about it and i grew a thick skin and got better as a writer because of it yeah and um did that
2: happen when you were writing for them
1: that was happening when i was writing for them and then also as i was just like right like writing for the rec stuff and then while i doing starting the band i was also still writing for other bands and so it was just any kind of songs in general i started like he kind of helped me scope out like my own expectations when i was writing and producing like oh is this cool or is it not Mm -hmm. and you know taste goes a, a long way and when when you develop your taste and people usually develop it as they get older like you know you if you just trust what you like um you're gonna put out stuff that you you're happy with and and if you've got a taste that aligns with what other people also like then Great, you've got the formula yeah. for success. Yeah, if if what you think is cool, other people think is cool, it works. Yeah, totally. that, Or if you've got something that connects with you, that connects with other people, you've done it. Yeah, like that's all that it is. Um, I think that people spend too much time thinking of it as anything else other than that. Yeah.
0: So I I, th- I think um. The where our, our paths kind of are the same is that so we. Started out, and we were in you know other other bands and, and high school and stuff, and like not really having much success or anything, and you know just like making music and like kept kept getting better and better and better. But you know we'd, we'd been doing it for seven years, yeah, and no one's heard of any of those bands yeah, or right. like any of those things we've done. But then instantly, when the main started, we put out a, a, a couple songs and, and put out an EP, and very quickly. Um, had had success yeah um, and we' like actually had an, o- an an audience and you know we're like actually doing it and it was right. all very quickly but just with this name you know right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I feel like that's that's kind of exactly what ha- what, what happened to to you yeah. you know um, did it feel because I, I, I remember feeling like instantly was like oh this is different. Like something's happening here. This is very much different than, than, than anything else that I've done. I've, I've been doing this for a long time and I, I haven't felt like this. It just, everything just clicked. It was like when, when we thought of the name, when we took pictures, when we recorded, when we played our first show, it was just like instantly just like, this just feels right. This just feels like what I'm going to do with, 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 with my life. Is, Is, is that, um, well, for
1: me, I thought that all of my projects were that. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that everything I was doing before that was that. Yeah. So I think that, um, you know, I think that it took other people connecting with it for me to, you know, to be like, all right, this one worked. This yeah. was the one that. Well, I guess yeah. that's yeah. kind of
2: what. Yeah. 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 It was like yeah. right away, people were like, "Hey," like even friends yeah. who never liked any of our other bands was like, right. pretty quickly, like, "Yo." Yeah, nice. This is sweet yeah, And they're like fair. One of my friends Like having their song As our song As their like MySpace, MySpace song, song You know yeah, what yeah, I mean yeah oh god like, like this is different well, and so you, you like, also
1: get that feeling in the beginning too is you're waiting for someone to call you out you're like waiting you're doing a headlining show your first headlining show all these people you're like people came yeah, like, yeah you're yeah. waiting for one guy to walk up you're like, gonna call me on my get bullshit. off stage what are you doing you're gonna call you're not, me on my bullshit you're not the guy yeah, you know yeah, yeah. like <laughs> i think that everyone lying. has that fear <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm like you know and that's when you, you know self-doubt comes in and i think the self-doubt has been a big motivator for me too i'm always ridden with it like it doesn't matter it could be any day no matter on our most successful day or we you know whatever it is i always i'll sometimes just get it and out of nowhere and it's that's always um helped keep me motivated i think to like you can do better you Mm -hmm. can do better than this and it can be debilitating but is also very
0: uh, helpful i think and uh, was there ever a time like as favorite liar kind of took off um pretty quickly you know um was there ever a, a time when maybe you got ahead of your ahead of yourself and felt like oh shit like we're a big deal like like um, be- before then the the world came down on on you and you realized like I don't think
1: like- so. I think that I could definitely see that happening and I I could I could like definitely like understand how that that people might fall into that. I think that for us it was just like I don't I don't know how to word this without it sounding I don't want to say cocky, but in my head, it's like this is what it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what I had wanted to happen. You yeah. know, so when the song yeah. hits radio, it's like you get floored, and you're like, "Oh my God!" If you know, like when we first put out "Favorite Lie," like the 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 day that EP came out, "Favorite Lie" was on the top of the rock playlist on Spotify, and it was being played on All Nation. And it was like the, I'd never had a song on radio before, so all of a sudden it was just like it was a lot by the people on top all at once are the people on top of like the playlist and that kind of world it was like all at once it was just like flooded of like oh my god people care like people are helping us people like are actually into this tastemakers like it and they're sharing it with you know the their their platforms and it was just like that moment it's like holy holy shit like this this is actually working like the song worked yeah Yeah. you know we got away with it you know like that kind of thing and then you know But I don't think that we were ever just like, yeah, we're in and out. It was always just like, all right, cool. Got to do better now. We're on tour. That that, that, that day we were on, it was that that day it played. It was like the day of our first ever tour. And we had our van and our trailer, and we were just excited, like, all right, let's do it. And it's just been like, since then, it's just been this forever, like push like how many hours are in the day and what can we accomplish and what can we get done and our you know our van breaks down in banff and you know we're sleeping in the van every night cause, but it's fine we didn't care because mm-hmm. it's like this is what we have to do today our song's playing on the radio and we can't even afford a hotel you know it's like yeah. that kind of feeling and um but it, it's never like felt bigger than it is and i don't think it's felt smaller than it is i think we we have a pretty i think that we our band prides ourselves in our self-awareness of where we are at and mm-hmm. where we want to be and none of us are too like, you know, big-headed, or we just kind of stay in our thing. And, Do you guys and keep each other in check pretty, pretty well? Yeah, no one really has to be kept in check. I think yeah. I would have to be kept in check if anyone, but I'm yeah, so yeah. ridden with self-doubt that that really, yeah, yeah. that, that doesn't yeah, really yeah. happen. No.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I think like we're pretty. If it's ever happened or has gotten even close to it, it's like,
0: yeah, I, I don't, like, I don't think. You no, know, and like the only times that we ever really get in anything like that is more like, um. It would be like in like the heat of the moment like work. we like just played a show and like something got got fucked up mm-hmm. and like we we used to like get in arguments sometimes like yeah. like like, a, like after shows we'd like play a show and something got fucked up or the 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 monitors were really bad right. or something and we would just get into like 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 like, like like someone would get into a, get into mm-hmm. a little fight and we're like, just shut like shut the fuck, fuck up what the fuck are we doing man <laughs> right, we just right. fucking played in front of a thousand people yeah. like right. relax this is like <laughs> This is just ridiculous yeah, that we're right. able to like be in a band and we're on a yeah. bus. Like, what what is happening? Like, yeah, like come on! Like, absolutely. you know. But yeah, it's. Um, I I think that the constant want for more keeps keeps you keeps you yeah uh, and that's, a, that's a
1: dangerous thing you know I, oh yeah because i do a lot of like i listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I read a lot of interviews and i like just learning from people always and i think that that's mm-hmm. also a, a part of the recipe of that we that at least i've had in my personal growth is like just always asking questions and that's how i got started was asking aaron hey how'd you get to play that show Yeah, yeah you know yeah. like it was just like that's how it goes and. <clears throat> So, for me, it's, like, um, oh, shit, I totally forgot what I was saying. What were you no, saying? no, before no, that?
0: but we're... we're just, I, I, th- I think, you know, what, what you were getting about, like, asking questions and people, I think a, a, a big way of, like, growing and exp- expanding when you're trying to, to get into anything like this is just being interested in things and, yeah. like, you know, saying you, you know, listen to podcasts and interviews and... Um, oh, right, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I, about
1: people who, like, are chasing that Yeah, dream. have already
0: done it, you know, and because and yeah. I... You know, I think the reason that I was able to, like, navigate getting from level A to level B or whatever, part, part of it came from I was just so curious and interested. Yeah, right, exactly. So, I, I would read every interview and then I would kind of see how it how it worked. So, yeah. I would just pick up and then I would, like put pieces together like why is one band playing in a certain venue but the other band's playing at the other one and and why are there merch like that and that could that could have been better that one band did it Mm -hmm. this way and that worked better than the the way the other band did it you know i think if 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 you're able to just be a fan of music and experience that then then you can kind of put that in, into what you do you know as an artist which i, I think is kind of what we do to to, to, yeah. to this day it's like we're like ripping off things that you know tom petty did and yeah especially th- live the shows live or something production. or yeah. yeah yeah live production going to shows
1: and taking notes of like what are they doing the lights and like how
2: well it's the same thing know. of like uh learning how to make a song you know mm-hmm. it's like you don't um, yeah you can learn a couple chords or whatever but like when you actually start writing songs it's you're dissecting things that you like mm-hmm. and you're like why does yeah. why do i even like this and like what what is this mood i'm feeling and like how do i make my song feel like this Have mood, that mood yeah you know and like the melodies and, and things like that it's like it's all the same idea yeah it's just breaking yeah. apart the like whatever that thing you're trying to learn yeah.
0: uh are, are there any are there any cool stories that you heard from from richard and stephanie that kind of help help do you, what, what, with, with this kind of stuff about like, like bands on drive-thru that were having success and then mm-hmm. they fucked it up by, by doing this or, or or the opposite or whatever. Yeah. That, I mean, because I'd imagine there's... A, there's countless of, of those yeah well because because
1: it's always i mean i've learned so much from richard and stephanie like yeah. we we work really well together the three of us and because I, I mean i do most of the communication like obviously the whole, our whole band talks to them and works with them every day but yeah. i do most of the communication with them just because we're always like what is the ba- what should we do next or what's yeah. you know what's the next plan for the band and i've just learned so much especially living with richard for like that year year and a half it was like just Every day talking about, you know, stories that, you know, whatever it may be, or if we're going through something and he'll relate it to something with yeah. one of the drive through bands or like, I, I've just, I've been able to navigate through the mu- music industry just through the stories and the, the his advice and, and yeah. the conversations that I've had. Yeah. What a and, cool
2: little thing to be able to talk to every day. Yeah. And as, as soon lives. as you, you know, it cause, yeah. you know
0: it's like, well, you know, what, you know, what made, you know, the starting line get to a certain point and the, the movie life you know didn't or whatever right. or like you know i think there's 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 all those like interesting things about what what someone that was in involved with it what what that perspective would be and you know yeah is there is there anything that's been said that really like stuck, I, I wish i could like with you, think or? of a specific thing
1: that um yeah i, I can't like think of like a specific story it's always just like yeah. anecdotal you know mm-hmm. It'll just be like in that moment they'll yep. explain something that happened and um but yeah i can't think of a specific story but it's just i've it, all of those yeah all that knowledge and everything and having that person live in the same house and be able to yeah. go to an office and and just chat and talk and be able to like get it was right around when we were starting to like actually work in the industry and like meet people and do this he would be like all right so you're gonna go do this radio show make sure you know you meet this person talk to them and you want to make friends with these people or you want to do this or whatever it takes and all the stupid behind the scenes and curtains pulled back of what the music industry is and what it means to grow as a band especially in the beginning when you're introducing yourself to everybody Mm -hmm. it was really good to have that perspective and not go in so blind and have a manager who's who's been there and i guess that's what a manager should do but he they've definitely been on the label side they've been on the management side they've helped develop bands and um, literally create bands out of thin air sometimes yeah yeah it's it's a good perspective and I think it's 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 been absolutely vital to the success of our band yeah
0: and how um, how are you are you seeing your career going from 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 here you know obviously it's it's so early on now but you guys have done a lot you know you you, you had done a headlining tour and supported you know all time low on a you know a, a a massive tour and and you know and done all these things having three songs out yeah which is wild which yeah. i don't i don't think really happens you know i i mean i i can't think of of that that happening and in, 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 in our kind of a of, 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 in, in a scene you know right. since hello goodbye <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. You know? um, so what uh d- did that like freak freak you out a little bit that it, it was all happening but there wasn't that much out there so it was kind of like your identity was just caught up in in the one song or in, well, the, in the couple songs so, and that's where
1: again being like so it's, it's this constant question like I don't know if I ask myself of it but I realize it and I like study it and observe it every day it's like why is it working mm-hmm. or what's working or what is happening so it's like we had the one song out and it was doing well on uh, you know on radio and, and, and you know it, it was like top 40 on, on alternative radio and it was like doing well on the Spotify playlist and it was getting a lot of streams and so we got a lot of help from radio stations so people locally would know the song and and yeah. then you know so that would help us like get you know you know maybe tours or whatever maybe it would help us like get at least in the door and like uh, grow the band name a bit and that's when we started seeing people online kind of follow the band and things like that and then when we got the all-time low tour w- our mission was like all right we got like a 25 minute set every night and i would say it on stage i was like i was like who doesn't know who the fuck we are and everyone would raise their hand yeah. <laughs> like, so i was like we got 25 minutes to make sure you remember who our fucking band is yeah. and we say yeah. that every night and, it would, and we would do that we would give everything we had and i knew that they have such a rabid dope fan base that is just so into the band it's so into the opening bands they get there so early the line wraps around the block for eight miles and we knew that they would be receptive if if we were like you know just ourselves on stage and as genuine as possible and transparent and that was that's when we learned that we really wanted our band to be as transparent as possible there's all these bands doing the cool like hidden and i really like that you guys are very transparent you guys go Mm -hmm. out and meet Everyone after the shows is like yeah, yeah. for us. It was like the same thing It's like we just want to be ourselves and not hide behind aesthetics online or like, you know, mm-hmm. hidden messages. Like we're just going to yeah. be ourselves. We're going to make stupid jokes, make fun of ourselves. And, yeah. and we just we did that tour and I would watch our social media numbers go up every night and I watched all these people oh, sure. join this family yeah. that we had. And that's where we were like, okay, we could probably do a headlining tour after this because there was, we're getting such good reception from these tours, like, people are really latching on, like, they like the three songs we have out, but they're learning the words to the songs we're playing live, and, you know, I would, like, secretly put out the lyrics to, like, the, there was, like, a Google Docs, like, a... a uh, a public Google Doc that was going around that was just like the lyrics to the unreleased songs, <laughs> and you could share it with anyone. So one night I just went <laughs> on there and fixed them all, and people That's like you cool. like, "So who fit changed these? They're not right." I'm like, I didn't want to say anything, but like, <laughs> they were. The right. so, <laughs> yes like, they are. So like they were singing along. So by like, halfway through the tour, they're singing along to like the songs we hadn't even put out just through YouTube videos, and I was like, like, all right. So they, so what I learned was like, okay, so we can play a set. With only these three songs out they're gonna be into the set I believe the songs are good enough to where you don't have to have heard them before you can still dance to them You can still get into this I can still give them cues to jump and clap and whatever mm -hmm. and get the crowd into it and I'll if they don't know the song I'll jump down into the crowd and sing in people's faces So there's Mm -hmm. you know They're entertained for that moment that they don't know what they're listening to and it was just this kind of like we had 25 minutes to get these people to remember and so after the tour like all right, let's do a headline let's do a 34 or 38 date headlining tour yeah. <laughs> and so With and we did it and EP. it was crazy like half of it sold out and we knew we knew how big the room should be and when they tried to get us in bigger rooms we're like no we're gonna let it sell out we're gonna cap it at that and that'll be it yeah. 175 mm-hmm. tickets in pittsburgh that's it we're not yeah. doing we're not gonna bump into the 400 cap room i want that to be packed out i want people to post about the yeah. sold out rec show not about so totally. it's just like know how big you are make it look you know, just know the product and the packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we knew that we could go into that. And some shows didn't. We'd never been to Connecticut before. Hampton, Connecticut at the Space had like yeah. 25 people. In Toronto, there's about eight people. In Vegas, we sold eight tickets. You know, there were yeah, some markets yeah. that no one came. We had never been there before. And we knew that would happen. Um, but it was fine. You know, we, it was, that was, that would you know kick us on our ass a little bit and it was it was good yeah.
2: one time but, we did a uh, signing at a record store in Las Vegas and no one showed up so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and we <laughs> were, doing, <laughs> and we were doing pretty well at that point <laughs> yeah, so. Vegas is eight so tough is, uh, yeah yeah eight, Oh, eight it was times times the amount of people. dude that was
1: Aaron's family <laughs> that was his brother <laughs> and his brother's friends <laughs> but they um yeah it was so so that was i guess that's what it was it was like what what was working and why i was like oh the all-time low tour like that, that's what helped us gain this following and then that will then, you know, you 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 we just treat our fans like they're friends and they're people and they're. So much funnier than we are like the content they post online is so goddamn funny Yeah, yeah. And it means about the band like we love it all mm. and we're just involved in we started like a secret street team that we don't really post about and it's like almost 2,000 people strong But like we don't ever post about it. So it's like this exclusive don exclusive thing we mm. called the recommenders where it's like you can if you want to be in our street team and you there's exclusive contests and stuff that we don't post about it's only in that thing and and you have to it's, You only know about it if you know about it kind of yeah. thing and it's that kind of like exclusive uh, not that you always want to promote exclusivity you want everyone you know to be welcome but they are welcome it's just like yeah it you makes you feel like you're part of something special be
0: inside of it yeah so totally.
1: i guess that's that's been what it is and that's how we've grown um kind of this this little egg of a family that is like hopefully growing and yeah. so and a,
0: a, how have um how, how have you ad- ad- adapted from uh not touring and just playing, playing around like local shows, to then being gone now on the on, on the road for 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 months at a time, and you know, because I, I remember when when we first started touring full time, like I I I had a hard time with it at 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 first, and it was yeah. over over overwhelming, and you know, n- 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 now n- now it feels you know second nature, but um, at f- at first you know I was just like and i would just have anxiety all the time yeah. and just feel like i was like missing out on my my world at home but then i was on the road and then yeah. you know there was like all, all these all these things have i think we
1: all come from areas that we were ready to leave mm-hmm. and and touring has just become like um just life for us and and, and yeah. you know like schmitz and i actually don't even have a place to stay we don't have a home we don't have <laughs> we are living out of our suitcases we're completely nomadic if we're in la we're crashing on someone's couch for new york we're crashing on someone else's you know we're going to my house or something you know yeah. So yeah, yeah. there's no we you know at western air they've got a place and three of the guys have girlfriends you know so like they've got roots and places but we're all just kind of like i think that we we were just all so excited and it was all of our dreams coming true and we were just willing to sleep in the van every night and it was just like i don't know yeah none of us really had like a home to we still don't really have like a hometown show Mm -hmm. because we're all from different areas there's not like a so you know our hometown show is kind of like philly because there's guys from jersey and people go to and then kind of like buffalo or rochester because weston's family's there and my family and friends are there so it's like we kind of have fun then la because we got friends there you know so there's not really home base for any of us you know we all moved away from our homes and we all just kind of like you uh, abandoned the earth
2: yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) so we're just we just go we're where we go and and you know if we all wanted to move to nashville next year we'd probably all just move to nashville at nashville and they'd move their girlfriends down and we'd you know it yeah it's just kind of like the the nature of it and um yeah i think that everyone's just been excited about it and, and then the next step is getting a bus and you know van touring is very difficult as you guys know and and the lack of sleep i start losing my voice for the shows and stuff yeah. and that's been hard on me for coming back from this tour because we shared a bus last tour and yeah that yeah. was life-changing and so there's always like you know new things are like there's you know at least when you're first starting obviously this that's a naive thing to say There's always something new and yeah, you know yeah. better. But for right now at least it's like there's always that next thing like oh, yeah the bus. Oh my god Yeah, we get to do a bus. Holy shit. We get to yeah. sleep yeah, that's yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. No one has to drive. Oh my god, like so the, right now it's just like so we're all excited because there's new to, things just to get get to The next, next step, step. Like, and, you know, yeah. then the next big venues and then hopefully, you know We haven't put out our debut album yet, and, you know, we're we're hoping that that album is a like progressive and and daring enough album to like push the band past where we are now and Mm -hmm. and hopefully people connect with it or like what it is and and it you know grows the band and that's what you just keep hoping to do you know
2: totally
0: yeah and do you i mean do you, do you how, how far into the future is is your is your is your plan in your in your mind? Like can can you can you see what the band is in five years or ten or ten years or are, are you more the kind of person? That's just like alright. We're gonna make the record. I, I'm just putting all my thoughts into just just um, right now
1: It's definitely all right now, but <laughs> in the back of my head It's like we're gonna headline arenas like we're going to be playing we're gonna be like one of the biggest bands in the world. Like that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. in my head, right? So that's, and that's when you know when I was in high school, it's like, or when I was first, I was like, I just want to be on warp Tour, you know, yeah. like I just yeah. want to, I
0: just want to, you know, now, or I just want to be signed to Hopeless Records, and and like, and, no, and yeah. and like now was, I'd imagine, was, you know, I've obviously warp Tour is ending, but you right. could have been on warp Tour. I would, I would, yeah, I would imagine that, that, you, that scene you that, that we were in you got an offer for it. I would, I would imagine, yeah, or 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 you you. You you could, could have. have if you yeah. wanted it.
1: There was even like record label offers from labels that I sent emails to that I can still find that were like, Hey, yeah. and my name's Nick Anderson, I'm fourteen, I'm from Wilson, yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't really have acoustic stuff on your label, I think I'd be a good addition to your label. Like send send all these labels and then like when the Rex came around it was like we were getting offers from these labels and yeah. the, but there was one in specific that like email was like do we even bother sending you guys an offer? <laughs> like, said to our management. Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> like, we're yeah. looking, we're like, we're going to go for, like, where we were, like, look, at the time looking for, like, major labels and things like that. And yeah. it was so, it was such a funny, like, weird twist where it was, like, I would have <laughs> fucking cried over yeah. that, you know, yeah. to see that email. Um, and and it's even warped it, towards it that. It, was, it was just yeah. wasn't, it's just not the right, like, scene for mm-hmm. our band or, like, or, like, the world, I guess, yeah. that, that we will, um, that we envision for the band. Um. So, yeah, so that's, that's like, a funny. Thing, but th- no i guess it's, so in high school like those were the goals and then you adjust and you just like totally picture bigger so in the back of my head it's like yeah but am i trying to get our band to an arena next year no i'm trying to like m- i mean it'd be dope to get a support for <laughs> an arena, all right. yeah. but like th- that's not it's o- it's always being about being self-aware and being realistic but also having the biggest goals totally. and dreams and yeah that's so right now it's like all right dope i want to I want to sell out 1000 cap rooms next year. Uh-huh. You know, I want the album to like pop off and do really well yeah. and inst- and and do a big headlining tour. Um that like, you know, and then I want to do a small, small, you know, room tour where it's cool to get a ticket, you know, like yeah. that's the goal now, you know. So yeah, right now it's just get the album out, record it, love the songs and, 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 you know, figure out a plan to release them, you know.
0: Yeah. So this is going to be the last tour until you make the record or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have like f- uh, festivals and uh, and so, so that's funny. so we, we just announced that we're playing Lollapalooza this year, yeah, which is and crazy, yeah. crazy. But for me, like announcing warp tour would have been cooler for in, 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 like as growing up like you know like the kid yeah, yeah, when you yeah, blow it up yeah, in your yeah, head like yeah. that would be like Lollapalooza. i didn't know what that was until three years ago <laughs> yeah, so yeah. then like oh yeah Lollapalooza, and people are like dude you're
0: on fucking lala are you
1: kidding me uh, yeah. like yeah dude no it's super sick like i know how cool it is but yeah you know yeah, like well, yeah. who's on the warp line <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny like yeah. <laughs> how like perspective is That's you know so and, yeah. and and i think it's just like i think it's i don't know then uh but i'm uh, you know lala and coachella were two festivals i'm like i don't want to go to it until we play it like that's like the goal you know yeah
0: yeah. i don't want to go to coachella until we're i also hate going to festivals but that's another thing
2: yeah
0: well, um, m- 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 might 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 be a bit till you get 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 that one off off your, off your list, it. yeah, hey, you never know. That's <laughs> yeah. the, that's the thing. It's just like <laughs> you, know. you know, Lala. I would never would have thought we would going. play this yeah. year.
1: No way. I was like, we yeah. didn't we didn't even put out like we didn't even do a big push of new music this year. Yeah. And so usually it's like you know, bands coming out with new music, they try mm-hmm. to put them on the festivals. Yeah. But um, BM, the awesome. BMI stage that they. We have. They just were kind enough to. BMI was kind enough to put us on their stage. But hell yeah, that's um, awesome.
0: Well, I'm, 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 I'm super pumped to hear the record, and it sounds yeah, like man. from from everything of your talking about. You know, you you, you have a really st- strong idea of how you want to rec- record it and all these things, and I, I think, um, yeah, that's good that's shit, awesome. man yeah it's, it's too good.
1: hard to convince the label to let us record it all ourselves again They, I think they want us to not, I mean actually our management more so it's Richard and Stephanie they're like yeah. you guys should really work it. look your production's great you guys should work with the producer like, you guys yeah. did a good job like, it's really you guys have a budget this time it's okay I was yeah. like we had a budget last time we blew it so
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we ruined the yeah. first of like, we, we had to redo it you guys it. you gotta you gotta take some chances I guess yeah. try it out I'm fine look know. if we
1: go and we record and spend all the money at least I mean, we have a backup you don't plan. like it yeah. Yeah. You yeah. You then can, you can do it yourself
0: record it yourself yeah. So is it, um, I think you're, you're kind of in this breed of guys where it's like, I mean, you do a lot of the writing, you do producing on your own. Is it, um, is that dy- dynamic within the band ever a, a hard thing uh, where, 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 where you're, you're kind of the guy? So
1: uh, Schmiz, our guitarist, helps me um, with a lot of the writing now. Um, When we the band first started, I kind of already had a lot of the songs written. Yeah. But he's he's so good, and he's really creative, and him and I, and he's really weird. So his, you know, (laughs) I I depend on. I try to think like, all right, I want it to be hooky and catchy at the end of the day. But he brings in this like this influence that is just so like, not what you'd expect, which helps the songs a lot, um, especially the new stuff. But, no, when I uh, when I was in bands. Uh, when I was first starting and trying to get in bands and find out my dynamic, I was working with people who had an artistic vision or wanted to control what the art looked like, or you know, were really involved in the writing or this or that. And I found those bands fell apart. And mm-hmm. and the reason was because it was, you know, some, some of my favorite bands were the ones where like everyone had a say, everyone wrote the songs, mm-hmm. or three guys all wrote the, you know, like it was yeah, just yeah. an equal thing. But f- for me, it wasn't working that way. And yeah, what was most important, I think was to find guys who were super talented and also willing to be down for whatever I was thinking or like whatever yeah, yeah. direction I wanted to go with it. And I found the perfect people for that. Yeah. Like they, we don't argue. We don't, I mean, we bicker like anyone does, but yeah. we don't like, we've never gotten like a, f- no one's ever yelled at each other. Like, like everyone's just like, so in, we have disagreements once in a while, but like, like if, if you know, I've got, you know a song that's maybe a little too this way they'll be like i don't know if that's a rec song maybe yeah. <laughs> you should pitch that to like a different artist or something like that you know like that will happen but for the most part it's just like they're i'm like yo guys here's the new flower and they're like oh yeah this dope cool. Like, cool like hey i was yeah. working on the merch this week like what do you guys think of these like yeah, yeah. ideas and like yeah these are cool and they'll, they'll give input and they're all involved and weston helps me with like a lot of the recommender stuff and like helps me with the mailing list and and um but i found guys who are just willing to help me make it into make what i think your vision like. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and that's you know that's and not the formula for every band and i think that a lot of bands fall apart because that happens and that person isn't willing to find i'm not find people but like clashes with other people who aren't on the same wavelength and yeah. I mean, some it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, their a, it's a
0: very hard thing to be in a band and you know yeah. like yeah. like we've we've done it for 12 years now with you know with, with, the, with the same people and yeah. it's you know you, you you just learn over time what what works, and then you know mm-hmm. when 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 there's a vision, when certain someone t- takes over on a certain aspect of things, like you gotta like just go with it, you know. Yeah. You just gotta like go with 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 what's working, because you know when when once it once it gets into bickering about the like petty it's little bullshit. stuff, yeah. it's just there's just. Too much to be done. We to, had, we to, had to, worry, to worry about the yeah. small stuff. We there's, had a
1: different guitarist in the band for a year, and that was, we had issues with that exactly. Yeah, and yeah. and so now we have Weston, and everything is great. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so crazy. Awesome. Like,
2: if you yeah, the little shit just gets in the way of, like, the. You, if, you just if you're forget, complaining it's about, like
0: a, yeah. one show, one t shirt. Yeah, means right. nothing. Yeah, right yeah. In, in, in the long <laughs> right yeah. absolutely to turn the band you Absolutely, to, you have to yeah, not
2: you have to let your ego go a little bit so absolutely way, you know.
1: And huh. it's you know, and I've learned so much too over the course of the last I mean we started the band in November of 2015 So it's been like two and a half years and I've learned so much about myself And I think I've grown a lot because of those guys and like they've they've helped me in kept me in check of when i was being a little too over controlling Mm -hmm. or when i was like when i was kind of like being stubborn about it i was like no this is how we should be and 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 then i realized the next day like oh shit no i was just being an idiot you know i (laughs) think and and i've I've, they've helped me get so much better with that and we, we always once in a while like when i feel like there's a little bit of attention we like stop we drop everything we talk about it we say like dude What's going on? Like you, yeah. you seem like yeah. mad at me. Like you seem like you're everything I'm saying. You're kind of like snarling, you're lifting. Like what is yeah. what? Yeah. What do we have going on between us? Yeah. And we yeah. talk about it, and we get it out. And you have that difficult conversation that makes you both feel so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like because you just get that out, and then you hug at the end. And it's just like, yeah. Fuck, man. Let's go get pizza. Yeah. You know, it yeah. feels so good to have those conversations. Like, yeah. Everyone is after
0: so the same goal. You yeah, know, right. like everyone's after the same thing. And yeah. like you know, so some people's vision on how to get there might be a little different, but you're all trying to get to. The same place yeah. you know so mm-hmm. it's
2: easy
1: when you wish people 24 7 for little things to add up or, <laughs> oh yeah or, or like something happened a week ago and you're still kind of like we just don't let those things happen it's like yeah. if something went down you you, you yeah you can't yeah, and in, that happens with any friendship or relationship these toxic little mm. things that people let go and it's like mm. difficult conversations are such an important thing to have yeah, and it it just you grow, you know, every time you have them, and it's just like it's just
2: awkward and hard. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah, you easy. You need to break down the wall and like yeah. get to the shit, or you to be like, or you're slowly gonna you know separate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you'll
1: just you'll feel that separation happen, and that yeah. you know, that's that's just like makes you feel like you're faking it. All mm-hmm. just like no, yeah. you wanna, especially when you're on stage and you just got in an argument with them or something like that, like. You don't want that separation because I felt that before. If Billy and oh, I were God, just like yeah. argued before we went on, or, like some stupid little bickering in the green room or something, or that day or whatever. Like, I remember it one just, time he was like just, talking to a girl and I didn't know he was talking to her. Show, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why I started talking to that girl. And so, like, we had this like <laughs> awkward, like, he was mad about it, but he wouldn't tell me he was mad about it, but I knew he was mad at me. And so, on stage the whole time, I'm kind of like looking at him like, Billy, you're. Yeah, yeah, we're like, to do a joke on we stage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh, well, fuck. So, uh, <laughs> we got to talk later. Yeah. And so, you know, that was the first time we ever had a conversation in the van. We all sat there and we we're just like, all right, you're mad at you. He's clearly mad at him. Like, get yeah. it all out. Say yeah. what you got to say. And we did it. And that was the first time we learned, like, oh, shit. Oh, that worked. Talk. Yeah. 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 Have a fucking conversation. Get it out in the open. And, like, none of us are stubborn enough to, and we're all pretty self aware. So we'll just be like, yeah you're right I shouldn't do that Yeah Like I overstepped my boundary Like yeah. I'm being You know I, I was too controlling In that way Or like I You know Maybe I didn't realize Or I was inconsiderate Like I was You know Whatever maybe We just There's always an apology Or some kind of resolution It never turns into an argument It's always just like Hear me out Kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah. And it's been good Hell like, yeah that's a, Well fuck yeah I think people should just do that And all of, I do just, that with my friendship Just now in general now in yeah Be honest And be up front with it And you'll get so much further
0: Yeah Cause yeah, you, you you have to, or you're gonna end up not not in a good spot. Sad, Sad. and alone. Sad and alone forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I do have uh, one question. So yeah. the first night that uh, um, for anyone
0: listening to the podcast,
1: so I've been uh, hanging out with the main guys for yeah. like two or three days now because our yeah. our you know trailer broke down and I've been sleeping on their bus. Uh, the first night that I slept on the bus, I don't know if you will even have an answer for this, but I was uh, <laughs> oh, laying there and I just I'm hear scared. I just hear like the the sound of like a baby screaming slash like whining. Uh, I think someone's on someone's phone, and then I hear like a demonic noise from a different bunk, and I don't know what fucking <laughs> videos you guys are watching. I on have your no buns. idea. Wait, I don't I, know. I conjured up were a tweet we still, we that I didn't pl- end up posting. Are we still? Were we still playing that zombie game? <laughs> no, everyone was sleeping. I was the last person up,
2: and huh. I went and we're, I laid in the bunks. Well, when you got on the bus, I was, I was, that was like the most sick I had been on the tour. So I was out. There was a. Uh, Oh yeah,
1: Yeah. there was a dog. I heard like growling. That's what the other thing was. Maybe someone was just watching, (laughs) watching a
0: show. I mean, that's. uh, (laughs) It was like really creepy, and I thought someone
1: was fucking with me because it was like really creepy sounding. Like it was not like it was not like some cute baby videos. I I thought you guys were fucking fucking with me. Like I was like, haze you. Yeah, but I was like, it's so late though. That would be such commitment. That means they like fake went to bed, waited an hour (laughs) for me to go in my bunk, and then start playing these creepy sounds.
0: What was the tweet you were gonna post? Okay, so the,
1: the tweet was um the tweet was I'm riding on the mains bus for the next five nights. Night one. I was gonna end up just like Don't doing way, a whole yeah, yeah, live yeah, tweet yeah. again. Night one, can't sleep because there is a high pitched baby voice singing slash crying in the bunk area, and from somewhere else in <laughs> the bus I hear light growling, no baby or dog in sight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, you should you Oh, you should have gone it. with it. Oh, maybe, I'll just,
1: maybe I'll just tweet it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That is awesome. It's not yeah. night one anymore, so it's kind of a lie tweet, yeah. so I
0: don't know. Yeah. Well, I have, I have People I, listening will know. I have, I have no, idea, know. no idea where that came from. Yeah. But if you uh, want to play Everything Asked For Acoustic <laughs> with us, you can do it any night. On the, any oh, night yeah. The
1: it was so funny the first, because yeah. I didn't know if you guys were going to play in the set. And then um, Everything I Asked For comes starts playing, I'm like... Pff. This is weird, man. I was like, I can go up and I know every word. <laughs> it's So fucking funny. I still know the fucking guitar part. It's so funny. Um,
0: That's awesome. Man. Yeah, my uh, yeah, my yeah. dad
1: sent me that screenshot, and he was just like, "Forget about this, because it's like private on YouTube. Now, yeah, yeah. You know? like that is yeah. not anywhere. But he. Uh, well, I I, I, I I would I would love to watch it. So. I haven't watched it. Watch it. It's yeah. from eight years ago so we'll have to yeah (laughs) we'll have to watch it it's probably really bad it's fucking awesome. i'm pretty sure i did remembering sunday by all time low that same day (laughs) (laughs) because i was wearing the same shirt (laughs) (laughs) so funny
0: that's awesome oh Oh, yeah yeah. well thanks for thanks for yeah for sure i appreciate you guys having
1: me
2: on it was fun hell yeah late night sick chats it's good yeah
1: Yeah, i can't wait to hear what i hear in the bunk area tonight (laughs) (laughs) we'll see peace
2: out music